Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Parshas Vayetze, Tov Shin Pei Dalid. Today is the Yortzeit of my Rebbe, Moiri Rebbe Horav, Reb Tzviari, Ben Siem, Rebbe Yisrael Abba, Zechron and we dedicate the learning Le'ilu Nishmasai and Le'ilu Nishmas, Rebbe Liesa, Reb Nosni Yaakov, Yentefradl Bas, Rebbe Shariye, Zahavaleya Bas, Rebbe Avrom, Tzipkorifka Bas, Reb Hillel, and all the other Nishamas that need an Ilu Nishama. I believe today is also the Yortzeit of the Basayin, one of the great Sadikim. And we dedicate the learning for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Baskalia, Rochel Baskalia, Noyenachoma Baskalia, Hindesheva Bas Rochel, David Shimshon Ben Soraleya, Menachem Ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha Bas Perl, Daniel Borach Ben Sora, Gitganendel Bas Sipoira, Libalea Bas Sipoira, David Lei Ben Shena, Shloima Ben Rifkish Prinsa, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Dina bas Tali, Nasan Yehuda ben Tali, <coughs> Avigail Brocha bas Shirad Voira, Idis bas Miriam Breindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Sor Yehudas bas Sor, Yehudas Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Besoich Shar Choli Yisrael. We're continuing in Chelek Sheni of Yoridea, Hilchas Orla, Halacha Dalid, Paragraph Yud Beis. Rav Nosenzal started speaking about the holiday of Sukkot, how it's a continuation of what's taking place, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Aserasi Mechuva, Paragraph Yud Beis, V'yalkein mesachachin b'psoiles daika, based on what we've been learning here, and based on chapter one in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halacha is based on, we could understand why the schach, which is the most important part of the sukkah, is from psoiles, from the waste matter of the crops, as the Gemara points out in Sukkah, the Pasuk is speaking about the waste matter of the, of the granary and of the, the vines, that that's what's used for Schach. This is also one of the signs that shows us that Hashem is judging us in a favorable way based on our place, based on Hashem knowing where we're at. Because the waste matter of the grain is the place in which the grain is located. For example, wheat that grows from the ground we see that the wheat doesn't come out of the ground like, like a kernel of wheat. First, the stalk comes out of the ground. And from inside that stalk, inside there we find a grain of, of, of wheat. And that little grain of wheat inside of that stalk is drawing all of its energy, all of its chiyas, via the stalk, via that psalis that's plugged into the ground. 
וכן פירוי סגדי למעלו אילן, so to fruit that grows on a tree, שאין יועצי מן הקרקע, כי אם העץ של האילן, שהוא עץ גומר, the only thing that you see coming out of the ground is the tree, which is wood, just solid wood. וממנו יועצנה נופן, from that tr- roots, from the roots and the trunk of the tree come out branches, ומהענופן שרביתן ואלם, and from those branches grow leaves, and שהם גם כן עץ ופסוילס גומר, which is also something that's inedible, can't use it. ומהם דייקה גודל הפרי, and from those, those pieces that extend from the branches, on which that orange is it's attached to, or that apple, or whatever it is, from that comes forth the fruit. And the whole source of, of energy and the ability to develop of that orange or that apple is coming from that wire that's attached to it, that piece that's attached to it, that attaches is to the tree, to the branch, which is attached to the tree. Nimtza, shekol mekoim hapri vechiyusay vigiduloi huderech hapsoilas. So we see from here that all fruit and vegetation draws its chiyus via the psoilas, via something that's inedible. Vechein ha'odom noitzer mitipa srucha. And so too a human being is born from a droplet, a foul-smelling droplet, and is developed inside the womb of the mother. And the baby, as it's developing inside the mother's womb, it's drawing all of its nutrition and all of its energy via the umbilical cord that connects it to the mother. And it's specifically inside the mother's womb via this, via this wire, this umbilical cord, and again, originating from a foul-smelling droplet. It's from this, that, that it's through this that we're drawing a holy neshama from the highest, highest place. From the place from which all Jewish souls were carved out, where no human being has any comprehension in what's doing up there, the throne of Hashem, what that's all about. Which is where the souls originate from. And this again is one of the most incredible things about Hashem, one of those wondrous things. As Dovar Amelo says in Tehillim, Hashem, I praise you because you do wondrous, awesome things for me. Your actions are nifla, pella, way beyond our comprehension. Because Hashem created everything in this world as a combination of a husk, a klipa, a covering, and the fruit inside of it. And in the development stage, and also when you're trying to get to the fruit, the, the klipa comes first. An orange, you have to peel the orange in order to get to the fruit of the orange, or the grapefruit, or the whatever it is. 
Kayadua, as is known, Vichanira Bechosh, and as we see in real life. And the Arizal speaks about this in Likute Torah, Parshas Vayishlach. Vahaklipo Himakoim Hapri. And the klipa, the shell, the husk, is the place in which the fruit, the actual fruit, is located. Kikol haperois vahatvois mekoimam bahaklipois shalahem. Because all fruit and all grains are inside a klipa. That's where they're located. They're located inside of, that's its mokoim. Shehem hapsoilis, which is waste. Kanir bechush, as we see. The Arizal explains over there in Parshas Vayishlach, I believe. At the end of Parshas Vayishlach is where you have one of the most deepest paragraphs Kabbalistically in the entire Torah, where it speaks about the kings that there were these kings, this king died, and the next king took over, and then that king died, and this one took over. And it's it's not Jewish kings. These are kings that existed at that time. And the Zohar HaKadosh and the Sifrei Kabbalah show that in that paragraph is hidden all the secrets of creation. The whole Hishtal Shilosah is how the worlds were developed and everything. And it's over there that the Arizal explains that the reason why in all fruit and vegetation that we eat, it, it has to have the klipa before the fruit. And the Arizal says, Ze machmas hasigim kadmon. This is because of the waste matter of those original kings. Shenimshach mehadin And all of this goes back to the constriction that Hashem had to make in order for Hashem to create the world, Hashem had to constrict himself to the sides to vacate an area in which in which creation could take place. That symptom, that constriction of Hashem's light is an aspect of din. Shehu ikra hamokoim shel kol ha'olam and it's inside of that constriction, that cholol haponui, that's the place of the entire world and all the worlds. Because as the Arizal explains, when Hashem originally wanted to create the world, there was no place, there was no room for creation. Because Hashem, the, the existence was only Hashem. It was wall-to-wall Hashem. Hashem constricted the light in all four directions, Shehu Shoirish Hadin, and that's the beginning of Din. Tzimtzum, constriction, is an aspect of Din. Opening up is a concept of Chasodim. Poiseach Esyodecho Umasbia. Shehu Shoirish Hadin, this is the origin of Din. Validezeh Nisava Mokoim Labria, and that's what created a place in which creation could could take place. And Kaviochel Hashem drew his light into that vacant area as a kav, as a as a thin line. And this resulted and evolved in the in the creation of all the different worlds. Atsilus, Bria, Yitzira, etc. 
Kemavur Kolze Beitzchaim Betchilosoi, as the Arizal explains all of this in his opening sefer, Eitzchaim, all the way in the beginning, Umuva Bidvarenu Kamapomim, and this is brought in Rabbein in Likutemran in several places, Torah Memtes, Torah Samachdalid. So we conclude from this, Shekoidem Hishavus Habria Chochroch Sheyet Simsum that before Hashem could actually create the worlds, there had to be a constriction. And in that constriction in, is where creation took place, is the place of creation. Just like that's what was needed in the beginning of creation, that's what's needed now in everything that exists in the world. Before anything comes into the world, there is this concept. There must first be some type of a constriction before Hashem's light and, and life energy can, can come into something. And that simsum and that light is what creates the object, whatever it is. Again, a fruit, anything. The Yoitzelodim, and that thing comes out into the world. And because of the fact that in Kabbalah we're told that simsum is the beginning, it's the root and the beginning of din, midas hadin, of the left side, judgment. Shemishom Iker and we know that's the forces of Tuma and the Klipois. They draw from the left, from Tsimtsum, from Din, from the left side. That's why Odom Arishain had to, had to make a Tikkun, he had to make a repair for this Tsimtsum. He had to make a Birur through his Tfila. This is the wording of the Arizal. But unfortunately, Odom Arishin messed up in this area by partaking from the Eitz Hadas, and from that point in time, the earth, the ground was cursed. Hashem issued a decree, You, man, will eat from the vegetation of the field. You'll struggle to have bread. One of the things that's implied in this is that every good thing that's going to come out into this world is going to come dressed in garbage, in waste matter, in klipa. And the klipa always precedes the actual fruit. And Rav Nelson Sal says, this is our mission, this is our life's work throughout our entire life. To remove all the good things from its klipa, from its husk, from its shell. 
Shekodmulohem, which came before the actual fruit or the, the grain of wheat. Umachma Shahaklipa Nisachsa Bahapri Ma'oid, because of the fact that the klipa, the husk, is very much attached to the actual fruit. The Kodmala, and it came before it also, Alkain Be'emes Kosha Habiro Ma'oid. That's what makes this so difficult. And unfortunately, for this reason, many people in this world end up messing up and they fall down to whatever low places they fall down. It's only the true tzaddikim who are so powerful and so strong that they succeed in defeating their Yetzirah, they succeed in doing all the birurim, in, in separating the good from the bad, the fruit from the klipa, in all cases. Not only that, but in addition, these tzaddikim, through all of their wonderful good deeds and everything, they are able to arouse Hashem's kindness on us, that Hashem should have Rachmanus on us, and Hashem shouldn't judge us based on our actions, but rather Hashem should look at where we are. Look where we are, Hashem. We're in this junkyard, in this world that has so much horror in it, so much garbage in it. And Hashem looks at each and every individual person's place. Through what places did this person come into the world? Who were their parents? Who were their grandparents? Were they all religious? Were they all observant along the way? And if they weren't, that certainly has an effect on the child that's produced, or the grandchild. It has an effect on making it more difficult for that child or grandchild to come close to Hashem. Ki ha-mokoim shel kolechot hu bechinas ha-klipa v'ha-psoiles shekodmo l'prikanal. Because Rav Nassim just showed us an incredible thing. That when we talk about the place where a person is, the, that's, the kli, that's the klipa. That's the klipa, as we showed that every fruit and every grain of every piece of grain or anything is inside a place, and the place is klipa. The place is psilus. And by the tzaddikim highlighting this, and 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 showing this to Hashem. This enables Hashem to judge us favorably. This is why the Pasuk says, after the Mabel, Hashem says, I will never again strike all of mankind like I just did. Why? Because I know that these people have a Yetzirah from their youth. And the Medrash says, 
Mishenar lotzeis mimeimoi, that the word minaurav could mean from their youth. The word lenayer means to move. From the moment the baby moved out of its mother's womb, Mishenar lotzeis mimeimoi daika. The location is what played a major role in the sin. Because the child comes out of such a, a place, an unclean place. A person goes to the bathroom, a person relieves themselves from that same location, and that's where the baby comes out. So that, that the, look where we're coming from. As Dovr says in Tehillim, I was created from sin, and with, from sin my mother brought me forth. So we see that there is this baggage that a person has before they come out into the world, before they even step down. And, and make their first steps in this world. And, and this, has a, this plays a factor in what makes it so difficult for, for us to be good, to serve Hashem properly. And, and there are very few that are zochar to be tzadikim, tzadikim amitiyim. And now we understand why the schach on the sukkah, the covering on the sukkah, is made from psoilus, from bamboo sticks or from, from branches and things, things that people normally throw away. They don't, there's nothing, can't eat it, can't really do anything with it. Because Rab Nassim just showed us and explained to us that the psoilus is the place of each person. And this is what enables Hashem to judge all of us with tremendous kindness based on each and every one of our place, places. Because remember, Hashem is the place of the entire world. So He knows and understands all the different mokoims, each person's mokoim. All of this is related to sukkah, as we discussed in the previous year. And then, when Hashem judges us favorably as a result of realizing our place, which is psoilis, which played a role in causing us to sin, Hashem judges us favorably. He accepts our tefillah. He accepts our tshuva. And our sins get converted into mitzvahs. This is an example of a person going down. You think they're going down, but they're pushing down on a diving board. And when you push down on a diving board, when you push far down enough, boom, the thing jumps up very high up. Because it's specifically through that husk and waste matter that precedes the fruit, and we're learning here that that's the source and cause of all the sins, that's what gets Hashem to have Rachmanus on us and judge us Lakavschus. Alkain, Nasa Mehapsoilas Daiko, Schach Kodosh, 
Shehu Ikara And that's why it's from this waste matter that this becomes holy schach, which is the most important part of the sukkah. Ki Iker HaSukkah Lizkois Lodon Oisei Bebechinas Mekoi Moishaloilam Bebechinas Kisei HaKovoit Eim Kolchai Zenasa Alidei HaPsoilas Daika Because the whole, the main function of the sukkah, which is to help us be judged favorably by Hashem, who is Mekoi Moishaloilam, who is the Kisei HaKovoit, and that's accomplished through the Psoilis, which is the klipa which precedes the fruit, which is the place of every person. As a result of Hashem looking at the place of each and every one of us, the location, and, and thereby judging us favorably, and Hashem converts the sins into mitzvahs. Uh, 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 uh. Question in the chat. So is the mother looked upon as klipa and psoilis in the same way as the peel of an orange? Chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom. What we said is that the exact location in a woman from which the baby comes forth, that's the place from which the woman releases psoilis. The waste matter of the body comes from there from the woman, from the man, that's where, that's where a child comes from. That's the mokoim from which we come from. Oh, referring specifically to that area. Since we're on the way to Hanukkah, today is 11 days in Kislev, we're on the way to Hanukkah, something related to this that Rabbi Nezal points out in Likud Imran, chapter 14. Rabbi Nezal says there that the time for lighting Hanukkah candles is from when the stars come out, until people are no longer walking around in the marketplace. Rabbi Nezal explains in that chapter in Likud Imran that stars, who are the stars of the Jewish nation? There's a pasuk, umatzdike rabim kakoychovim. Those people who are able to be matzdik the rabim, those tzaddikim who are able to justify and, and defend the multitude of Jews. To be matzdik someone means to show how they're not wrong. What they didn't do, what they did wasn't really so bad. It wasn't wrong, that kind of thing. That's called lahatzdik. So the Matzdike Rabim are compared to stars. The stars refers to those tzaddikim who have the ability to see the good in everybody and to defend everybody to Hashem. And and Achetichle Regel Min Hashuk, Regel refers to those people who speak evil, who speak negatively, the Meraglim, the spies. Or there's a pasuk loyrogal aleshoinoy ro. He didn't speak loshin haro or with his tongue. So regel is marames to bad speech, speaking evil, making machloikis, those kind of things. 
Rabbi Nezal tells us that that's what the Hanukkah candles are all about. The Hanukkah candles are the light of the tzaddik, the light of the tzaddikim. What is the light of the tzaddik? It's what we're learning about here. It's their ability to see the good in everybody and to defend everybody before Hashem. And one of the best defenses that they have is what Rabbi Nezal defines over there in chapter 1 in the second half of Likut Imran, which this halach is based on, where Rabbi Nezal says, Mokayim, Mokayim, that it's it's the, uh, it's, you can't judge somebody until you're in that person's place. If you are in that person's place, you would understand why they made the mistakes, why they're doing the things wrong. The Gemara tells an incredible, incredible story. The Gemara says one of the rabbis of the Gemara, one of the greatest rabbis in the Gemara, finished his shir that he was giving on a particular day, and he said to his students, tomorrow we will discuss our friend Menashe. Menashe was one of the kings of the Jewish people who was an idol worshipper, a major Russia who, who worshipped idols and got other people to worship idols. I believe there's an opinion that he's one of the people that doesn't get to Olam Haba in the Mishnah in Sanhedrin and, and the last parak in Chelek. So, so the, the Gemara says that night this rabbi had a dream and he saw Menashe, the king Menashe, in his dream. And Menashe said to him, who, who do you think you are to refer to me as your friend? I'm your friend? The rabbi looked at him incredulously. You know, you are not the greatest tzaddik uh, of, of the world. The, to- the Torah teaches us you were a Russia, an idol worshiper, etc., etc. Menashe said to him, listen carefully. If you were living during my time, when the Sahara was so powerful you would have been running much quicker than me. You would have been ahead of me in the race to get to the idols. That kind of terminology the Gemara uses. See, here we see an incredible, incredible lesson. We're looking at somebody who the Torah describes as a Rosh Marusha, super idol worshiper. And, and yet the Gemara tells us that when Hashem decided he had enough of Menashe, he was once hunting and everything, and he got lost, and a group of cannibals found him. And they said, wow, he would make a delicious lunch. So they put up a big pot with water on on a fire, built a big, big fire, and put him inside. And they started cooking him. And Menashe realized what was about to happen. So he started calling out to his whole list of idols that he had worshipped and saying, if you're anything, save me. And if you don't save me now, I'll know that you're just nothing. You're a lie. You're a piece of garbage. He went through his whole list. No one saved them, and it was starting to get a little hotter. And then by process of elimination, he said, okay, Hashem, now it's your turn. If you are real, if you exist, let's see you save me. If you save me, I'll know that you're real, you exist. If you don't, I'll think you're just like the rest of them. And the Gemara says Hashem made a miracle that suddenly a whole army troop came running in on horses and the cannibals saw them, they got scared, they ran away, and Menashe was saved. The Gemara says that when Menashe said this tefillah, the, the Malachim heard him, they saw this tefillah coming, and they said, let's block this, let's make sure that this ugly, horrible, disgusting prayer doesn't get to Hashem. 
this Rosh Marusha, what a filth, what a chutzpah, to say to Hashem, first he goes through his whole list of idols, and then he says, Hashem, if you don't help me now, I'll know you're just like the rest of them. So please save me. And the Gemara says, Hashem dug a tunnel from the Kisei HaKovoid, from the throne of Hashem, in order to receive Menashe's Tefillah, in order to accept Menashe's Tefillah. So we see how far this goes. We have no idea whatsoever of, of what levels of kindness Hashem has and what levels of kindness that Sadiqim have. Rabbi Nezal says, Ki Who are the ones who are qualified to be leaders of Klal Yisrael? Those who have real Rachmonis. We should be zeichet that these Sadiqim who have the Rachmonis should defend us now, should defend Klal Yisrael. They know where we're at. They know where we're coming from. And Hashem should put an end to all of these suffering, Baruchnius or the Gashmius that Klal Yisrael is going through. Should be zeichet to see the Geula Shleimo b'mheira b'yameinu, amen v'yameen. I'm scheduled to be traveling next week from Sunday night. The next Likutei Aloha Shir that we'll have will be Thursday morning in Yitzhashem, Eretz Yisrael time. Because, excuse me? Sunday. I'm sorry, Sunday. Sunday we'll still have the shear. I'm traveling Sunday night. But from Monday morning till Wednesday, we will not have the shear. I hope I'll be there again Thursday to continue. Mitzvah. Wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos. Keep in mind, please, any mitzvahs that a person does today should be a schus for Horav Tzviyari ben Siyem Rabbi Yisrael Abba and all the other kedoshim that needs the Baruch Hashem.